This is the intro music. to this week's edition of the Future Family Podcast. Yeah, my name is Blake. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, guys, I'm Cody. Oh, hey, hey, I'm, T- I'm Tanner. <laughs> Why is it all, every time that I intro an episode, it's super awkward and weird? It was, like, way better this time, but still not great. <laughs> I, think yeah, I don't know if you're talking to us guys or the listeners guys, so I'm sorry. I don't know. Listeners, tell us. Why are we trash? <laughs> <sighs> but don't do it on iTunes reviews because then you're going to bring our rating down and we yeah. will find you. Actually, DM us or email us. Yeah, DM us an email only. Don't actually leave us reviews giving us critiques. Or tell us to our face because we can take it, I think. I think. Yeah, we can. Well, tell Blake to this Actually, face. no, just email us. <laughs> yeah, just email us. And We're from a fake them. email account just so we will not feel the full brunt of who the person is or yeah an anonymous twitter account with like a meme is your profile picture absolutely or the egg or is that facebook the the little nothing twitter is it that's twitter no it's the eggs the eggs twitter yeah go back to your email account you had as a seventh grader that had an embarrassing (laughs) whatever jumble of letters or whatnot and email us from that account (laughs) yes do you guys have embarrassing old emails blake do you i mean you're using a yahoo email address right now right (laughs) No. Wow. Does that you call, what? <laughs> Going out. Okay, let's cut this. Cut cut that part out. <laughs> no, but I have been meaning to tell you this, Cody. I have switched over to my Gmail account and you've been emailing <gasps> my Yahoo account. So I haven't told oh. you just because oh I mean I could just forward the email. But I have progressed in the world. No, so like actually, now I feel bad for roasting you. <laughs> I actually did have uh I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it was cardboard cutouts at live.com. Huh. Live. That is kind of It was cool, the actually. old uh, Hotmail, I think. Yeah. Uh, domain. But uh, Look at that. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was cool, but it was, I guess, kind of cheesy. But Everyone, you're going to get to witness some real Christian grace here in action right now. Blake, would you forgive me for roasting you on your Yahoo email? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> Okay. Oh, there's too much delay there. <laughs> I was gonna have to buy you flowers. What about you, Tanner? Did you have an embarrassing email address? Yes. So mine was back when I was a country boy. Was John Deere Hunter Twelve. Oh my god. <laughs> That's actually pretty yeah, good. Com. That's even better than I imagined. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh guys. my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Dad, <laughs> why are you texting me in the middle of the Mosquito zappers. Now messages. Gosh, guys, I'm sorry. I'm not a professional. My So I didn't have an embarrassing email address, but uh, my RuneScape account name hey, uh, RuneScape. was uh, JoeBob1994. JoeBob. <laughs> the year of my birth. So, uh, That's funny. Nice. Take that for what it is. So it Anyways. Hey, did, did, did y'all have MySpace? You I didn't have MySpace. Oh, you didn't, Tanner. Man, I, Come on, son. I feel like you would have thrived on MySpace. <laughs> oh, just, Tanner would have. Just because there yes. were so many options to customize your profile. Did you do that, Cody? Right. 
Oh yeah, Tanner would have been like, "Tom, step aside, baby. <laughs> I am the the owner of was it was it Tom or am I? Yeah, it was Tom. It was Tom. He'd be like, "Step aside, Tom. I am the owner of MySpace now." So. Tanner would have had a picture of a a deer. A <laughs> deer. Yeah, he would have had a picture like of a buck deer. driving a John Deere tractor. Yeah. Would have had like like country lyrics about dirt roads, like you know, kind of home stuff. Back in his country days. Yeah. But no, literally, I loved MySpace. I'm, I was a huge advocate for MySpace. And I remember um, one of my friends telling me, hey, Blake, you need to come over to Facebook. MySpace is going down. MySpace is trash. And I was like, <laughs> you're wrong. You're like, you that's, your that's false. <laughs> MySpace is the best because you can cust- you could customize the background of your profile. Mm. You could put a playlist at the top, top right of your profile page. Yeah. Okay, see, that's the thing that got that like we're missing the most with MySpace being gone is the ability to put a playlist at the top of your profile. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, but to correct you, Cody, MySpace isn't gone. It's still around. Can we all, it's not the same. It's not the same, but it is still around. All right. Two requests, two follow-up requests. (laughs) Can we one make a future family MySpace page? Yes. Can we two I'll get back on RuneScape. <laughs> uh, second one, maybe. I think oh. it would be a fantastic time, personally. Heck yes. Heck yes. Tanner's with me. Booyah. Okay. Anyways, what are we talking about this week, boys? Wait. Oh, that's my job, isn't it? To talk about what we're talking about this week. Tell well, us. everyone, since I just realized that it's my job, we are talking about social media this week which we just happened to be talking about social media two seconds ago so look at that we segue without even knowing that we're segueing we're just that that hardcore professionals this is why you should sponsor us please email us all sponsorship offers at futurefamilypodcast at gmail.com uh no we're talking about social media this week um but here's the thing guys well we talked about this in the pre-show meeting we didn't want to just like we didn't want to just get on this episode and just start it out, slap our hands on our knees and say, is social media bad? Because, like, so many people are doing that. And the answer is obviously no. I mean, look, guys, freaking uh, Wendy's Twitter exists. Of course <laughs> social media isn't bad. It's glorious. <laughs> but in all seriousness, social media is one of those things that it's got a lot of benefits. It's got a lot of negatives. And it's got a lot of like, it's got a lot of wisdom to navigate around, but more so than a lot of those things, kind of talking about the point of this podcast, social media is kind of a breeding ground for a lot of contention and a lot of the contentious issues that kind of this podcast is, is formed around kind of the, the idea. And, and I would say, I mean, from my perspective that when we were talking about the idea of this podcast and how we wanted to be. We wanted to bring in people who might be from backgrounds who disagree a lot and have like uh, and have friendly conversations. Kind of the the thing that was bookmarking both ends of our conversation about what do we want this podcast to be was our negative experiences on social media, right? Mm-hmm. I remember very distinctly that we all, when we were talking about starting this thing, one of the things that we kept saying was we don't want it to be Twitter arguments. We want to show people that you can have discussions about really serious stuff and not yell at each other. Like that was, 
that was like one of the one of the core defining things. So can I just interject here and say I love your southern accent? <laughs> yeah, it kind of like broke out there all of a sudden. Didn't it? I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I think it, at my job there's a whole lot of good old boys, and I think I'm starting to like they're assimilating me. I love it. I'm sorry. I just had to say I love it. Oh, thank you, baby. It's okay. I'm I'm gonna be self conscious about it now, though. <laughs> but anyways, so. <clears throat> That's kind of the spiel about why we wanted to talk about social media. Uh, so the the first question that I wanted to, to pose to you boys is, what are just some of the benefits of social media? And it doesn't have to be spiritual, but like, what are the things that are just objectively enjoyable about social media? Go. I'll start off. Simple answer. Very simple. Uh, basic. Communication. Like staying in touch with people that you don't see. You, you might see like in person never like you could stay in touch with uh people from different cities like so for me for example co-oping i got to know a lot of different people in a lot of different cities and so obviously i do not see them on a weekly basis anymore since um i have moved on from that city but uh but like just staying in touch and like i don't know just being aware that they exist still kind of thing um very simple answer but that's a benefit i think of social media Definitely. Um, kind of on the same string of thought, the fact that you can, in communication, you can tweet out something, post something, and depending on how many people follow you, upwards from 10 to hundreds or thousands of people can see it. Um, and so you can have a really big, I don't know, big scape of influence from your living room, um, which I think is really cool. So like, pastors taking it spiritual sorry cody but pastors or influencers whoever it may be that normally would just uh, be able to communicate to a couple hundred in their city travel around and speak maybe a few churches now can literally tweet something share something and people from all over the world can see it um which is really fascinating to me it is it is and kind of on that note i think a few of the things that I really enjoy about social media. So I'll go like, I'll go one spiritual and one kind of non-spiritual about it. Spiritual wise. Um, I feel like I run across a lot of thoughts, uh, that I wouldn't run across otherwise having not used social media. Right. Right. Because there's so many like blog posts getting retweeted and on the, on, on people's Instagram stories, you know, they're putting, quotes from books that they're reading and um people are sharing like i mean like christian Mm -hmm. thought leaders are sharing really insightful thoughts that are just a couple of sentences instead of an entire sermon um you know that's if you follow like really famous pastors and things of that nature and like i think it is it is good i mean there's value in having long-form thoughts and reading books and listening to sermons but sometimes it's good to just be scrolling through like a feed and just see like an encouraging reminder or a truthful reminder or a convicting reminder of something because there have been a lot of things that I've read on Twitter or seen on Instagram or like seen on people's Instagram stories uh, that they were quoting from like books that they read that then spurred me to write like entire three page journal entries about those things um, to go study these things in scripture or to even like buy books that they were quoting these things from. Yeah. Um, I think that's like, that's like a, that's a spiritual benefit. And then just a, just a, a non-spiritual benefit is like, I get a lot of recommendations from social media. Um, 
TV shows that people say you should watch this. Uh, music. I am notorious for putting music on my Instagram story all the time. And it's because when a lot of people put music on theirs, I listen to it and I like love the heck out of it. Um, we talked about Pinterest last week. I follow a lot of companies that I really like on Instagram. Uh, I've mentioned Magnolia Record Club before. Uh, so yeah, I get cool recommendations just for art to enjoy through social media. Uh, I run into a lot of thoughts through social media. And one of my favorite things is I run across a lot of hilarious stuff on social media. <laughs> Absolutely. Like Twitter, especially, man. Uh, Facebook, not so much. Facebook is where memes go to die. Um, <laughs> but Twitter is, uh, gosh, just a treasure trove of humor if you're following the right people. Like, it's amazing. That's correct. So those are just kind of some of the benefits that we've seen. Do you guys have any others before we move on? No, I just I agree with everyone that y'all said. Um, I would retweet those. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, reference. Yeah, retweet. So then the next thing is, and this is something that's kind of more often talked about, but we also do want to we also do want to discuss it. Is what are some of the the negatives of social media? Like these are things that are worth bringing up because it's not all roses. I'm gonna get on a small soapbox, not a big one, um, and like, I don't I don't get on these much. I was going to say, I love it when Blake gets on soapboxes. <laughs> Go, man. I don't know exactly even the term. You, you two might have to help me. Uh, Finsta? Have y'all heard that term before? I have not, I but I am really intrigued right now. Tanner, have you? I've heard it as a <laughs> fake Instagram, but yes. that could be. Um, okay. And I hate them. I don't know why, um, but I just hate them. <laughs> Well, I do know why, but... Um, yeah, it's like a fake Instagram account, um, where people like, I guess who are too afraid to post pictures on their real Instagram account, they can use the Finsta to post whatever they don't want to post on the real on their quote unquote fake Instagram. And so that's one thing I hate about social media in general is people, obviously for Instagram, if you're dealing with the, you know, people, uh, I don't know, self-worth, like need for attention, need for, um, I don't know, pride. I don't know what that is. Uh, the attention grabbing mentality. If you want that, then obviously on your Instagram, you're going to see the highlights. You're going to see like the best moments of this person's life. And so if you're going through a crummy day, bad day, you're just like, dang, Cody has just the life, man. He's living it up. He's got all these cool friends and cool things, blah, blah, blah. I'm just using Cody as an example. He doesn't do all this. He's, he's got a great Instagram. You should follow him on Instagram. Thank you, um, but anyways, <laughs> I say all that to say this, it feels like social media sometimes can be fake. So when you right. purposefully have an Instagram, that's a fake one. So you have one and then you have another one. That's just because you don't want to put something on. I don't know. It just, it, it annoys me. I don't know why. And maybe because I'm just, like, uh, too simple minded or too old fashioned to just, because just having one Instagram is maybe uh, to 2012, maybe. I don't know. Um, but I do not like Finsta. Right. Yeah. Blake, I think, I think I can maybe pinpoint the word you're looking for here. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yeah. it correctly, but anonymity okay. yeah. is is one is kind of one facet of what you're talking about. But I get what you're saying. It's like 
you can have someone that goes on tirades on Beth Moore's Twitter account because they don't use their real name and their profile picture is just a picture of person, someone kneeling in front of a cross instead yeah. of their actual face. Or, uh, oh, sorry, got on a real soapbox. Um, or like, even even if even if it's you and it's like your real Instagram account, you can, and and like this this isn't something that we would expect we would expect everyone to air their dirty laundry on mm-hmm. social media, right? But you can like only show the best parts of yourself on social media. You can only. Um, you can only pick and choose the best moments of your life and air them yeah. all at once, mm-hmm. right? Only the times when you are looking the best, feeling the best, or having the best times. And it it does propagate the idea that everybody around you is not going through hardship. And even if you start to believe your own lie that you tell about your own life that everything's going well when hardship comes your way you're like why isn't my life like my instagram portrays it as yeah so yeah it's and and also i think i mean even if you're not using an anonymous social media account if we're talking about people having like massive arguments on social media or like posting like really opinionated articles and stuff like that it gives them the amount of physical distance they need from the people that they're disagreeing with to say things that they would not say if they were across the table from them. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? I agree. And I, I agree with everything you said, Cody. And let me clarify. I know proponents of Finsta would be like, Hey, it's just for fun. Like it's not to be taken seriously. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how many times I post or how many followers I have, blah, blah, blah. Like it's just like a fun secondary like Instagram account. Do it on your original Instagram account. Or yeah, we'd love like, to see that. Yeah, like and and so normally Finstas are private. And I'm like, okay, why then why even take time to post another post on Instagram if if you don't want people to I just I don't understand it. And and like I said, if if any of you listeners out there have a Finsta account, hey, at me on Twitter and tell me all the benefits of a Finsta and I will gladly take each bullet point that you have and have a response, (laughs) a a very uh, detailed response. Um, But anyways, that's, that's, that's all I have to say. Like go outside and look at the trees or birds or something (laughs) other than posting two posts on a, Instagram account. Anyways, okay. Tanner, I am loving soapbox play. I don't know. Yeah, this is Dang. this is weird for me. I'm sorry, guys. We we need to find the subjects that bring soapbox Blake oh. out more. Uh, listeners, oh, please at us and say we want to hear soapbox Blake more. Oh, gosh. If, if oh yes. Is, now we have Blake's Finsta account name, soapbox Blake. Oh my god. Soapbox gosh. Blake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I literally, it's. I want to say more about it, but I'm like, I've already said too much. <laughs> you want to, you want to, you want to keep the little e out of the episode that <laughs> makes it explicit. I feel you. I feel you. Finsta. Um, Don't do it, Tanner. What What about you? What are you thinking as far as negatives of social media? Yeah, like kind of echoing a little bit of what Blake was saying. Just like the validation that, and this is as much saying it in the mirror to myself as anyone else, but the validation that we um, so much like starve for and 
use to survive our day uh, through how many likes and stuff is um, very concerning. But um, on another note, one thing, and this is, um, I guess, two-headed coin, it's great to have all these voices, like we mentioned, uh, being able to, to read and to listen and to have all these extra resources. But I think one of the problems I see is maybe I might be getting ahead of myself with the misuse of social media. Um, just how many people, let me, let me take a step back. So I was reading a, a study. I have it pulled up here. Um, it's like a legit so school of psychology study. And it was looking at social media and politics and like social movement, stuff like that. Uh, the study was done in 2015. Um, and things it was pointing out was like how one, like the history of social media, how the, it really rose a substantial amount around like elections and major news mm-hmm. events. Uh, it's like major, major global events. Um, so like the 2008, um, midterm and then, um, or no, that was not the midterm, the 2012 midterm. Um, and then of course the last election we had. And so if you think, you know, 20 years ago before social media, what did people do to talk about politics besides listening to talking heads on the TV? They talked to people that were like-minded in their own city and their own community, right? And then social media comes and you have this great opportunity to listen to both sides, but with just like how media, not just social media is, it becomes very one-sided. So people use it like we were just talking about to a little bit to attack other people for their beliefs um, and to hide behind an anonymous account with a dumb picture. Um, and just, and a lot of it, it, it could either be sincere, someone saying whatever they're saying out of whatever anonymity or whatever the word is. Um, yeah, I or, don't know how to pronounce it either. <laughs> <laughs> or someone just trolling and wasting, you know, someone else's two hours because of a meaningless debate, which is just scary. So um, that's kind of like one thing that I think is terrible about it. And, and just the fact that most social media companies just see us as dollar signs of like, how can we get as much ad revenue off these people? Um, I'm looking at a stat right now. Facebook is estimated to generate $21.57 billion in U.S. ad revenues this year. That depresses me on a fundamental level. (laughs) And so they literally see us as like, how can we get, and that's why Facebook is like plummeting right now. And I love it uh, is because they are doing terrible at, um, that user friendliness of like, Hey, they're taking your data selling it pretty much and using all of that. And now they're not even keeping you secure, you know, 50 million now, 90 million accounts have been hacked within a week. Um, so yeah, that was not really much of my soapbox, but it's pretty depressing stuff. No, I feel you. And I think on the note of what you talked about with it, just it harboring more and more debates is I think social media gives us this veneer of being able to say, I've listened to a lot of opinions because I've read things that have been retweeted by all kinds of people on mm-hmm. social media, right? right. And I, I mean, that's whether you're talking politics, theology, whatever. It gives us the veneer of 
because we have access to so many people's thoughts, it, it, it leads us to believe that we've actually listened to all of them. But the problem with social media is that it, it there's just no nuance at all. There's, there's no, when you're limited to, how many characters can you put on Twitter now? 280. When you're limited to 280 characters, you can only say so much about a very deep, complex thought or issue, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you can only say so much about that, it, it it leads us to believe that we have heard the full argument just because we've read 280 characters of it, of anybody's stance. And that's not the case because if, if you want to know, like, okay, if we're talking about, this is, this is one of the central things that our, our, our podcast, you know, we, we, when we all got together, we said, this is a thing that like an area where we all differ, right? If right. you're talking about like, reformed theology and non-reformed theology right the best way to learn more about that either side isn't to have a twitter debate with john piper or beth moore like that's not that's not what you do the the best thing to do is to just sit down and have a conversation with somebody who believes one way or the other and and social media has led us to believe that the latter thing is not necessary because we've done the former thing. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's my other soapbox. I've got a lot of soapboxes <laughs> today. Uh, but there are a few more. Um, there are a few more like negatives of social media that I kind of wrote down, and uh, that have, have, were talked about in a lot of these um, a lot of these articles that we read. Uh, social media addiction is a big thing. Oh, yeah. uh, which Tanner, you know, you were talking about that kind of points to, it's not that social media itself is a bad thing. It's just that it, it feeds into uh, just a, a pre-existing desire that we all have to be affirmed by something, right? right? Just pride and ego. It's just another outlet for that um, with pride and ego being the actual root problem. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Tanner. I just said, so, um, us Enneagram threes out there um, are Blake. What are you again? Uno. One, Uno. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I'm a seven. All right, there we go. We got it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we seek approval um, and do a lot of things motivated out of having affirmation, uh, approval, stuff like that. And so I think I haven't read much up on Enneagram and social media, but I think that that's the relationship there between someone that is an Enneagram three or like-minded um, and having social media is a tough one of like, okay, am I doing this? And I think we have an article we'll talk about here in a minute that talks about it a little bit, but am I doing this just to seek approval to seek some praise from someone else? Or am I posting this out of, you know, what have you like for someone else's benefit for yeah. people to see part of my life or so on. Right. Um, other other things that come out of social media, I know it's it's, uh, and I'll I'll talk about this a little bit when we talk about how to use social media more wisely. But uh, the shortening of attention spans mm-hmm. is another mental thing with it. Uh, it's been a a source for cyberbullying. Um, I think I read some sort of statistic that said maybe nine out of ten, nine out of ten, or eight out of ten students that said they'd been cyberbullied on social media. I don't remember exactly wow. what the number is. So I might have misquoted that. Don't quote me on that at all. Um, like we said, feeds our pride. And I think one thing a lot of people experience is just like this 
they get exhausted with social media. This, this is, uh, this is my mom actually talked to me about this and it's why she's like not on any of them is because she just got exhausted with the amount of like negativity from, from everyone. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a constant inflow of news and debate and opinions. If, if you, you know, don't mute, mute the right people and, uh, that can just, exhaust the heck out of you mm-hmm. and i think that's why a lot of people uh, not not just seeking affirmation finding it but realizing that it's that it's empty but also just being saturated with all this negative stuff on it um yeah is a real problem so those are the issues uh that we kind of see in social media and the positives so given the positives that we talked about and the negatives let's just let's just go around the table here uh, the proverbial table, weighing the pros and cons, the goods and the bads, do we think that it's worth it to be active and involved on social media? Go. No. Cut it out of your life. Delete every app. And, uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like it. But I tell everyone that you're going to do it before you do it. Yeah, post about it, please. Yes, yeah. yeah. Before you go on a fast or, or just going off of social media, maybe for a season, um, yeah, just maybe one last post and be like, hey, guys, um, I'm just doing this. I feel like I need to. It's not from myself. Like, it's for God. And uh, Yeah. And then like Good use of the word season there. Two weeks please. later, come back and be like, man, that was the greatest – Actually, two season. two days later, that was the greatest season yeah. of my life. I just feel so connected and and closer to my father. I mean, G- Jesus. Um, just because you know those two days, I got to I got to just look at the Instagram app on my phone instead of like actually click on it and like look at my feed. I just kind of stared at it from afar and just kind of you know distance myself from that. And I feel closer to God. Like a like a like a thirty second warm take that I just want the listeners opinions on are you allowed to say something is a season if it doesn't take the course of an actual season that's a good thought that's Mm. a good thought anyways that's something to ponder while you wander anyway go ahead that was kind of a rant of mine also but i think social media is worth it um there are a lot of i think the pros outweigh the cons the cons so i say that saying the cons can be very, very bad, like very negative, um, very uh, life altering, I would say like you can, an addiction of any kind is not easy to beat, but an addiction to social media is like, I think it weighs on the emotions uh, very much so and um, can become something that you just, like we've already said, you need affirmation from social media. And if you don't have that, then that leads to one thing that leads to the next. And so I think the cons are really, uh, really dangerous. So you need to uh, obviously be wise in your decisions and in you how in in how you I guess use social media. But I think it's worth it um, for a lot of the reasons we said. And just I find it it's worth it for me to like express myself. Like I love being creative. I love um, I don't know trying to be funny. Sometimes I I just love expressing myself. And so I do that through social media. Um, you know, just, and like I said, the other, the other reasons, the main reason I started off with was you can be connected to other people. And so I love that part about it. Like I get to see people, um, I could see y'all too, like Cody and Tanner. Um, even though we live so far away and we have a podcast, like I don't get to see their faces all the time, but I do get to see that on social media. So 
Right. Absolutely. Worth it. Yeah. Tanner? Yeah, I feel pretty much the same way. Uh, pros outweigh the cons. Um, and I think that we, though it seems like social media has been here for a while, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's very new. Um, and a lot of the things that are bad may not be able to get fully fixed, but we can definitely, I hope as a society, um, having like key influencers and, and key people in the tech world, we can start to fix some of those bad parts. Um, I mean, Twitter is starting to slowly, uh, do that. They've been, they've caught a lot of flack for how they are terrible at, at, um, you know, banning accounts that are sending out hate tweets and, and stuff like that. They're starting to get a little bit better. Um, Facebook is, I said earlier, um, is plummeting. More and more people are deleting their Facebook on a daily basis uh, because of their just misuse as a company. Um, and so I guess trial and error is the thing now, but I think for the majority of us, it is, like you said, like it's a way to be connected. I mean, to see family that, that you knew as a you know four-year-old, five-year-old that live on the other side of the country and be able to stay connected over an uh, app on your phone um, is pretty life-changing for a lot of people and, and very beneficial. And for people that move, you know, like our, our listeners that are in college right now that might move two states away from their parents to be able to stay connected with them and other people in their family. Amazing. Yeah. Um, we do need to, as communities, as societies, address those those terrible, terrible parts of social media. I would love for, like, as you maybe create an account on these things, for them to have, like, a a step-by-step or, like, you have to read, not like a, a just a click, I agree, you know, terms and conditions, but a, you have to read, hey, this is how you should use it don't misuse it stuff like that rather than just like okay you verified your email have at it right so i think it's worth it right i i also think it's worth it if nothing else for the instagram accounts of golden retrievers heck yes so uh that's my thought on that uh i follow it uh yeah yeah blake blake's like the corgis i like the golden retrievers what are you saying, Blake? No, yeah, I like the I like the corgis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we counted one day when we were in Aspen, right? I follow twenty seven golden retriever <laughs> accounts. I think. Yeah, that's <laughs> something like that. The best ones are the siblings. Okay, anyways, so we said that weighing the pros and cons, all three of us think that it's worth it. And in all seriousness, I think that. Um, it's worth it for all the reasons that Blake and Tanner said. Um, I think that the amount of benefits that I've gotten out of it far outweigh the number of times I've been frustrated with it or uh, the number of times it's tempted me to various different things. Um, I do legitimately, I do legitimately think that. Um, now the question is, we don't want to kind of just talk about what's good and bad about social media. Uh, we want to kind of end it on a more positive note. So our last subject and probably our longest one is what can we do to use social media more wisely? Um, how, how can we do better at using social media as believers and just generally as people? Um, 
So the, the very first thing that I wanted us to kind of walk through, and we don't have to do this for like 15 minutes or anything, but uh, either Tanner or Blake, which one of you did this? I don't remember. The article. It's from Relevant, so okay. I always assume Tanner. That was me. That was oh, was you, Blake? Wow. There you go, man. Curveball. Wow. Tanner really likes Relevant magazine. Am I not okay. enough to be uh, <laughs> a podcast, fan of Relevant? Yeah, he does uh-huh. like the podcast more than I do. I agree. You are relevant enough. You are. Uh, so there's. Let me walk through the the steps or the the points. Yeah, Blake, go ahead. Uh, there's five. the The article is five questions to ask uh, when posting a social media update. Okay. Um, and Blake, let's just like roll through these and give maybe like a just like a minute, two minute blurb on on each. And I don't know if we go on a soapbox on one yeah. of them, that's fine. Cool. But. Um, I think these are just really practical. I like um, real quick piece of advice from me that some, I think someone challenged me with this beforehand. Um, I don't know, but I've always kind of had it in the back of my mind. Um, like, do you sit down and maybe think of a reason why you have like social media or why you have different like Instagram, like you have an Instagram account or a Twitter account or a Facebook account or a Snapchat or whatever your social media looks like. Like, why do you have each one? And so for me, it kind of looked like it's its almost like you're writing down, uh, I don't know, uh, like a purpose statement for each thing. And so I didn't actually go through and write these, but I thought about it. And so for me, it's like Facebook is my more I'm connected with people on Facebook. You know, you can wish people happy birthday. Mm-hmm. You can kind of connect um, to family members older people older people are on facebook more so than any other i I think um so you can do that on facebook instagram that's more of my i connect to my like college age people like i i try to be Mm -hmm. hip i try to be cool i try to be funny um all those different things try to be creative that's my i try to be my most creative on instagram on twitter that's the one where i'm just like i'm weird crazy funny like everything in between twitter's like the I don't know. I'll just, I'll just throw it out there kind of thing. And then Snapchat, Snapchat's the one where I'm like, okay, I'm going to make somebody laugh on Snapchat. I'm not going to put, you know, uh, and this is small soapbox for me. I'm not going to put like, um, you know, two minutes of a concert that I'm at and make someone suffer (laughs) through all of that. Like I'm going to have something just short and funny and maybe something to make them laugh. And sometimes I'll be like sweet or something or funny, like with, uh, put a picture of Jen on there and like say, uh, she's hot or something like that. I don't know, but I'll do that. So for me, it was just like, I need to know why I'm on social media. Um, because I don't want to just be out here, you know, just scrolling for days and never like actually engaging. So anyways, that was my quick two cents. Um, now Blake, you are probably the best at brand cultivation on Instagram that I've ever, <laughs> that I've ever seen. It's for sure. It's so consistent across all of your Instagram that I am amazed every, every day. I don't know. I don't know if you have like a, like a court board on your wall <laughs> that has like a, that has like a, like a do this, but not this kind of thing, but well, it definitely feels like it. And, uh, and I appreciate it. I appreciate the level of detail. I appreciate that. I appreciate you appreciating me. Um, I but... appreciate your appreciation of my appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> Quick thing on my Instagram. Uh, this was, I didn't talk to Jen about this until like afterwards. I was like, so I'm not going to be one of those people who post a picture of you like, like every single day. And so I was like, I'm actually not going to post back to back pictures of you. So 
since I've dated Jen, there is no picture of us back to back. Like it's either it's a picture of us and then a picture of somebody else and then a picture of us and then a picture of somebody else, blah, 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 on and on. So thank you. That was one of the, <laughs> that was one of the small things behind like, okay, what do I want my Instagram to be? I don't want it to be a flood of just pictures of me and Jen, even though I love her and she is awesome and I want to do that. It's like, I'm not going to just make people sick with pictures on end of us. Well, I think it just so. shows that like, there's, there's other things in your life beside Jen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which like, which is good. Which, which, which is like, good I'm not saying that's not true of people who have like multiple, you know, significant yeah, other pictures, yeah. but it's hard to feel that way mm-hmm. when like yeah. Instagram is kind of the highlights of your, of your life kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I agree. But like sitting down and thinking that it helped me like, okay, well, let me actually, this kind of gives me a more of a creative edge. Like I want to, okay, I need to like almost plan it out, but like have something I can, it gives me more creative freedom, I guess. Like, yeah, I, I love thinking creatively. So, okay. I don't have to have back to back pictures of Jen or like there's a, her birthday's coming up. Oh, let me get a picture of something else. And then, you know, I can have a picture of, with her for her birthday, something Ooh, like that. Smart. But anyways, that was just one of the small thoughts behind my head of like what I want my Instagram to look like. I like it. Anyways, small sidebar back to the article, relevant article. Um, you can look it up, uh, just go to relevant. Um, relevantmagazine.com. Oh yeah. And, uh, I posted the show notes. Tanner can post it. But anyways, uh, the five questions you should ask before posting to social media. Number one, am I seeking approval? And so I think this one, I'll, I'll speak on it real quick for me. The biggest thing for me, and I, I mentioned this a couple episodes back was, uh, removing the notifications, um, from my phone. So if like the like notifications on Instagram specifically, whenever I had them on after I posted a picture, I would literally go back to it probably every two to three minutes. Like it was, okay, who's liked it now? Okay. Who's liked it now? And like read through every single name who liked it and just like be so obsessed with it. And so it was, yeah, early on, it was definitely to a point, oh man, this, yeah, I like this. Like I want like people to like it. I want to get over a hundred likes. I remember when I got a hundred likes on my first post, I was like, yes, I made it to triple digits. Let's go. <laughs> um, so like that whole mentality was really toxic for me. And so that was part of the reasoning behind why I took or stopped getting notifications. And so obviously I can still get on and see how many people liked it, but it helps me to post it and then not even look at Instagram for the rest of the day. You know, it's like I posted it because I wanted to, for, you know, because I want to be creative or cool or funny. Um, but I, d- I don't need it for my approval. And so a day later I can look at it and respond or, you know, see who liked it and all that, all those different things. There you go. Anybody else want to add to that? Uh, I, I think as a follow-up question, I just want to ask this of you guys really quick. So the next one is, am I boasting? And we'll talk about that more, but one and two are, am I seeking approval? And am I boasting? Now I wanted to pose a question to you guys. Because I have heard some give the argument that is basically it is impossible to post anything to social media without the motive of either seeking approval or boasting. Thoughts? Mm, I can see it. But obviously, whenever you ask that question, it's very uh, it's very hard to see a possibility 
of that actually happening because of the nature of most, I guess, of, of most social media users, I would say. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I th- uh, Yeah, like my thought on this is, I think that's way too, that, that's just way too generalizing yeah. of a statement. Like, I, I, in no way do I think that for every human and every post, it's always either seeking approval or boasting. Because I think that, like, for I have posted things on social media and was not seeking approval or boasting. I'm not saying that every single thing that I've post, posted wasn't seeking approval or boasting, but I am saying that I know many times when it when that was not the case. Um, I think it, it very much depends on uh, what what the person's mindset is of what it is that they're posting. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll just jump in real quick. I think one, I'm going to judge you real quick, Cody. I think one of the times you were boasting was when you posted the picture of your mountain shelf. And every time after that, you're, <laughs> you're, I think you're boasting when you do that. You're, you're rubbing it in our face. That was definitely <laughs> boasting. Look, I'm not even going to lie to you. That was boasting 10,000%. How many posts are there? There's probably like four. And or every five time you, you put it, it that, that raises it like by a factor of three. <laughs> yeah. By a factor of three. So everyone, I'm sorry for my boasting about my woodworking. You were skilled. Uh, we that know, is definitely we know you're skilled. That's totally. No, a thing I love. That I, did, I love 100%. your first post, like your caption or whatever you said. This is my shelf. I made it of it. I am proud. I made it of it. I am proud. I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> Thank you, baby. That was right when I started hanging out with you, and I started becoming minimalist. So, uh, yeah. No. There you go, Tanner. You have any thoughts on that? I think um, basically what Cody just said, like it to sound spiritual here it depends on where the person's heart is you know check your heart check your heart (laughs) check your heart um but i think like people post oftentimes to like benefit others whether it be something encouraging a bible verse a book excerpt but i could see and probably have done or i know i've done this excuse me let me change that where i would post something like that to seem more spiritual or seem more right knowledgeable about something um but i hate like not throwing that to the side people could still be benefited from it but like as this article was saying like think about why you're posting that is it actually you trying to look super spiritual then yeah let's just throw that in the drafts um so yeah i think there's possibility to be beneficial but like you said this it could be generalizing and in that sense of everyone is seeking approval. Everyone is trying to boast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that is good. And I think people like take, like you said, they take a look at the larger, oh, wow, people misuse social media. Oh, social media is bad. Like they, they just take the big stories or the news headlines of like bad things and they capitalize on it. So that I think they could take the same for social media, you know? Right. I agree. Um, okay. That was just a question I wanted to pose. That's good. So, um, question number three, maybe kind of related. Uh, am I discontent? Okay, so that is that is a good one to ask. And I think that actually this is probably the most important question to ask, right? So at the root, what this question is saying is, um, am I, I mean, it's, am I idolizing like the likes that I get from social media, right? 
Mm-hmm. Am I seeking my identity and my joy in what people say about me and think about me on social media? But also another question to ask, I mean, and this is probably the more pertinent one because we talk about how social, how everyone kind of puts their best selves on social media is, um, I mean, before you log in and before you post uh, anything, you do need to ask yourself the question of, um, am I discontent with where I am in life right now? Or am I trusting God and where he's sovereignly put me and what he's given me and hasn't given me? Because if you don't come to social media content with where the Lord has you, you're going to see everybody's perfect lives on in, in little three inch by three inch squares. And you're going to, you're going to think that God has just so blessed them beyond you Mm -hmm. because you're not going to see any of the hardship they struggle with. You're going to see all these, like if, if you're single, you're going to see all these posts about relationships and you're never going to see anything about them fighting or having difficulty with one another. If you're, you know, if you're not, if you're not traveling, you're going to see these posts of people traveling, but you're not going to see the three hour long TSA line they had to wait in Mm -hmm. or anything of that nature. You need to ask yourself if you are content before you log in and you see everybody's, you know, idealized lives. Uh, Yeah, that's good. I was just thinking like, I know uh, my grandpa who's still alive, my parents who are not very social media active um like older people that i've met and that are like awesome like you know people who are older who are like just fantastic to talk to like you can have a great conversation with an older person those people are 100 percent content and it's like mm-hmm. they have never thought about posting anything to instagram or facebook or anything like that and so it's just like the fact that they can be so happy and so like i don't know i guess content is the word or like they're so themselves. It makes me like sad um, to think about people who literally, um, I don't know, just live almost for their next Instagram post or like forgetting, you know, over 500 likes or like having over, I don't know, uh, 2000 followers or something like that. Like they're, they're almost like, I think mental uh, uh, mile markers that people create. Like if you have an Instagram, you've got to be so successful. You've got to have so many likes because of how everyone else will look at your Instagram account. And it's like, those are so many like vain things. Like it's, it's Instagram. Like it's a, I don't know. It's just like, it's so, um, temp, I don't know if temporary is the word. It's just like, it's so almost not there. It's like, if we didn't Mm -hmm. have phones, it would not be there. But like, if you just, like I said earlier, I think go outside and like, experience nature like like that is there like experience your family like they're actually there with you and they like mm-hmm. love you and and be there for you but like that that i guess stigma of like having i don't know popularity or something on instagram or twitter or whatever that is it's not there like it it's it's almost like it's doesn't exist it's a a vapor in the wind um still you hear me when i'm um never mind uh <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Don't catch me when I'm falling. Sorry. But no, that's my comment on that. It, okay. it, there was a really good uh, Judas Smith sermon probably about two months ago. I forget the title. But his introduction talked about how, again, going comparing 
20, 30 years ago before social media and now used to be keeping up with the Joneses. You had to, you know, keep your yard cut better than one family in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Now we have hundreds and thousands of Joneses that we're trying to keep up with and outlive through Instagram, Twitter and stuff like that. And so it's hard to stay content when you are keeping up with that many people rather than one family. That's good. Um, And so though, again, social media has the capacity to encourage you and bring you out of that discontent, it's better used, like this article was saying, if you go in um, content with your life, content with who you are in Christ, um, or to just not log on if you aren't. Right. And I think like, I mean, the, the root, the root answer to a lot of this and the root word of advice is just kind of, you know, look at the thing behind the issue you're facing on social media, right? Like the, the, the problem isn't that you're addicted to, like it is, but the problem isn't that you're addicted to social media. And the problem isn't that you're checking it 15 times a day. The, the problem is deeper things like I idolize the affirmation of other people. I am, I'm, I'm prideful. I am bored and looking to be entertained by something. I am envious. Those are the, those are the things that you got to dig two or three levels deeper about yourself. uh, If you see yourself having a social media problem and those are hard to do, but once you once you see those things, the answer, as with any other sin, is just look to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, sorry, that's my other um, others other other. No, sequence. fantastic. Um, two more questions. We'll breeze through these. Uh, very still very important. All of these questions super important. Um, but number four is this a moment to protect? And uh, just the one line of that paragraph underneath that point, I want to read. It says not every great moment needs to be shared. Yeah. I love that. It doesn't have to be on social media. Blake in order for it to happen. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And Blake, I want to I want to give an example of this that I don't know if you were there when it happened, but I think there's a chance you might have been. Were you okay. were you there when Need to Breathe came and played at Rick's? Yes, I was. Do you know what I'm about to talk about here? Maybe. Um, was it at the end of the... Yeah. So there was a moment, and this has really stuck with me, that uh, <laughs> they were playing an acoustic version of uh, Outsider, I think, if I remember correctly. Yes. And Bear literally stops the song, and he says, Hey, man, just real quick, y'all just put your phones down and just like enjoy this moment. Like Uh you're looking at everything through a computer screen, just sit there and look at the person next to you and just, just enjoy listening to some music. And I was like, that's some brass tacks. And I, I like it, man, because every concert that I've gone to, I've legitimately thought about that. Like I'll record a 30 second snippet of a song that I really enjoy. Like if I'm at a Penny and Sparrow concert or something or, or snap a quick picture just to remember that it happened. But just sitting in the moment, whether it's whether it's um, whether it's being with someone instead of just looking for like okay here's I'm just gonna go on a little this uh, if you're on a date and the whole time you're just thinking what's gonna be the best Instagram picture you're not enjoying that date you're just, yep. 
you're trying to think about what the next best Instagram picture is, or if you're at a concert or, or if you're out in nature or whatever, if you're seeing everything through the lens of that small square on your, on your phone screen, you're not enjoying any of it at all. So true. So true. I want to recommend a movie. I know it's not time to recommend things yet, but the secret life of Walter Mitty. Oh, I love that movie. Um, Yeah. Just watch it. And, and it, I think it drives home some of this point, uh, Really good movie. Yeah. Tanner? Anything on that, Tanner? No, I've got stuff on the next one, though. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I agree 100%, Cody, and I remember that. Also remember, real quick, um, everybody was singing at the top of their lungs while Bear was singing without the microphone. I was like, shut up. Let the man sing. He's the lead singer of the band, not you. I know you know the song. That's cool. But no, <laughs> I agree. I agree. And another thing, hey, uh, white people, stop clapping at an unmiked <laughs> acoustic version of a concert. Uh, it throws everyone off and you can't keep rhythm. So um, yes. white people, stop yes. doing that. Okay. Yes. That is awful. <laughs> yeah, not every great moment needs to be shared. That is that is freeing. Once you realize that, that is so freeing to just I agree. To, be, to live, you know. Um, all right. Number five and big one. Is it kind? So Tanner, what you got on that one? Yeah, so this might be a soapbox. I'm gonna try to keep it brief. Um, but from the Christian context of seeing like a lot of uh, people in the Christian world, Christian camps, for using that word again, um, you know, throwing spears at each other through either directly through like actual adding people, which is brave, I guess, but or subtweets. Um, or any other social media, whatever the sub tweet version of that would be. Um, my problem is oftentimes that part, the subtweeting and saying like blanket statements, um, because it could seem innocent when someone else reads it, but knowing again, going back to someone's heart, knowing that you might be, um, in your own heart saying something offensive about someone else really bothers me. I mean, I've, struggle with it myself um, no doubt but I've seen it grow and grow and grow and there's another relevant article actually about um, not necessarily related but it's Tim Keller speaking on the anti-social justice mm-hmm. movement and uh, statement by uh, Johnny Mac um, John MacArthur OJ Mac but nonetheless uh, it's a quote that I was gonna grab from it and he's talking at an event and he speaks on the idea of speech act theory saying you can't just analyze words by what they say you have to also analyze words by what they do saying you know that one statement may seem fine and and you may agree with in a statement as is but what it's doing might actually be um, offending someone it may actually be oppressing Mm -hmm. them Um, so you go through a lot of you know like maybe like mission statements years and years and years ago that seemed necessarily biblical, but they actually were literally keeping people into slavery, stuff like that. Um, That our words, though they may, when read, be factual, may be true, those are also capable of hurting individuals, um, causing many people to, to doubt what doesn't need to be doubt. Uh, doubted and stuff like that um i guess that's again it's more something that's bothered me recently because i've seen people again throw spears at people on the other side of the the aisle when we're on the same team i forget the the reference but when 
the disciples come up to Jesus and saying, like, hey, there's people casting out demons. Um, you know, what should we tell them to stop and stuff like that? And he basically says, no, if, if they're not against us, then they're on our side. Don't, you know, don't call them yeah. out. Don't subtweet them. Don't start calling them heretics just because they're not rolling mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. Like necessarily. So, um, so like for the people that do start throwing out blanket statements of calling certain people heretics or stuff like that, it kind of, though they may never see it, it hurts a lot of people in in the process. So that was my soapbox. Cool. That's good. Yeah. I was just uh, on that point. I would say it's like, um, if, uh, I think it's, uh, from Bambi, um, Thumper says this, um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. And that was That's powerful. That was a paraphrase, and but that was by Thumper's mom. I believe it's Thumper's mom always said that. So, uh, somebody uh, fact check Blake on that. Somebody, <laughs> somebody Snopes Blake. On that. Let me know. I haven't watched that movie in a while. Very great movie. Never heard of it. Bambi. Yeah, look it up. It's a good. One. <laughs> Is it about Babe Ruth? Something like. I think it's a football movie, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's a football movie. <laughs> it's the one where the paralyzed guy stands up in the end zone. And, oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, anyways, so but Tanner can edit that out in post. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so to kind of for sake of time, I'm just gonna roll these last two. Roll, roll these last two questions up into one. Um, Basically, what's like a what's like a two to three sentence um, final word of advice on social media, and then what's one social media account everyone should follow? Okay, I'll like, start. If so, two to three uh, sentence. I don't know how I'm gonna word this, but I'm just gonna say it. You can go longer if you could. Well, I'm, I was just trying to. It's gonna be like a thought. Okay. A, a thread. There we go. If I got you, <laughs> you could give up like all of your Instagram accounts, like every single one of them, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, any, any kind of those and, and maybe more, would you be able to give it up like forever? Like be able to delete them and never go back. Like, I think if you could think about that and think about that reality, that might be a good thing to think about. Like, are you so like, are they so like tightly guarded to you that they, if they were to never come back, you would fall apart. So just think about that. Maybe, maybe think about like, oh man, if I didn't have Instagram, I would not feel something like, or like that would just really feel weird in my life. And so if that is, if even the thought of that causes you like some heartache, then Hey, maybe check, check your heart, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Check your heart. heart. No. Um, but literally just go back to those five questions that we asked and maybe pray about those, pray through those, um, looked, Look to scripture of like ways that you can just because really what it is, what we're talking about is an idol. Like idols are not, you know, little gold statues like they were in, in the Old Testament anymore. It's like it's it can be this this thing, this social media kind of thing hanging over your head. So if that's if the thought of it never coming back again or like you never, ever being able to have it really bothers you, then maybe you need to start taking steps to address it in your life. So that's that's my answer to the first question. And then secondly, somebody I would suggest to follow on uh, social media would be on Instagram, go follow Words Played. That is W-O-R-D-S, 
P-L-A-Y-E-D. He's a rapper. Doing. And he gives fantastic advice for all the people out there. So, Doing so as we speak. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. It's fantastic. Yeah. Tanner could attest to that, I know. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll go next. Um, something that's helped me practically, I did this probably now two years ago, and I try to do it once a year, is to purge your social media accounts. Um, it's helpful if you go, like, go through, obviously, if you have a thousand, if you're following a thousand people, this would be hard, but screenshotting who you follow. Now you can screen record, so it'd be a little easier. Um, and then unfollowing every account on that app and then going back and following the ones that you want to hear from. So my dad has a simple, and people hear this all the time, he has a simple phrase, garbage in, garbage out. So if you're having just meme accounts that may be funny, you know, one out of every 10 posts, the rest are just garbage, then you're wasting a scroll. Most of these accounts, I mean, most of these apps are working off infinite scroll. If you scroll down, it's not going to stop. It's going to keep loading. So if you have, what I went down to is from like 500 following on Twitter to 150, I think the first time. But go through and actually evaluate each account. It might take you a while, but it's so worth it because it trimmed, it slims down and trims down your timeline into um, chunks that are either beneficial or uplifting, encouraging, um, or that'll like stretch you in whatever area you're, you're wanting it to stretch you in spiritual, uh, school related, work related, stuff like that. Um, and then the other thing was, as we mentioned before, well, if you have an iPhone, this is a little easier now, screen time. Um, though I would hate to... Uh, use alcohol as an analogy or social media a lot of things like that you need moderation especially this if it can control you you need to instead you know control it and use it in moderation um so that screen time on the new ios update does that amazingly to set uh, two hour or i would recommend a two hour uh limit each day on social media because uh, it covers all your apps and once it hits that limit, don't go over because you don't need more than that, there was a, a stat I read uh, or heard about recently that Netflix users spend seventy around seventy six minutes a day watching Netflix shows, um, and like thirty nine minutes with family, hmm. and that's pretty shocking. But um, and like less doing uh, other activity like physical activities. So those are my suggestions, practical because um, it really helped me, and then. Um, an account that I would encourage you, this could vary a little a little bit. So we mentioned our favorite um, accounts being dog accounts. I followed Retriever Puppies on Instagram oh probably a month ago. <laughs> and just like having, they post what, about three, four, maybe five times yes, a day. Yes, it's Cody. amazing. Oh, I love them so much. Videos of just of different golden retrievers. Um, so find an account like that of whatever animal you like because it literally makes my day mm -hmm. a bunch of times. Like I was scrolling through seeing just, you know, the same old, same old college pics from a lot of people. No offense, people, but get some better college pics. Then I see that and like I literally will leave with a smile on my face. Yes. And then I'll back up uh, Blake's statement about words played. I was going to suggest going there and his hashtag words of wisdom are amazing. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Just, yes. Just so good. And like as we were getting ready to record this, I was actually on his instagram and he announced his next ep is uh -huh. dropping this friday so check him out hey 
uh, on the note of golden retriever accounts, this isn't one that this isn't the one that I'm I'm recommending on my little section. But uh, there there's a a couple golden retriever siblings named Kylo and Vader. So like Kylo Ren oh, and yeah. Darth Vader, the most adorable account you will ever look through. Uh, Kylo is like no, I'm sorry, Vader is like very incredibly clingy to Kylo, and it's the most adorable thing you'll ever witness in your entire life. So that's that's my uh, that's my little recommendation there. Um, my one word of advice that I would give, this is something that helped me. Um, I noticed that my attention span was getting awful and probably due to social media and also due to the fact that I'm a seven and we require like constant, um, like constant stimulation, always being entertained kind of thing. I just started picking up uh, like books, um, novels. Uh, so my recommendation is literally read a book. Uh, it doesn't have to be something spiritual. I've been reading the Dark Tower series. I'm on book five right now. Um, and like a little Tim Keller book. But just engaging yourself in something that is long form and requires you to think about it for longer than five minutes at a time. Yeah. It really does wonders. So I recommend that. Find a book you're interested in, whether it's Lord of the Rings, the Harry Potter series. Um, if you're okay with a little more slightly mature content, the Dark Tower is awesome. Um, yeah, stuff like that. So that is, uh, that's my recommendation. And then the one account that I would follow, uh, Moon Pie Twitter. Uh, follow Moon Pie on Twitter. It is, it's a very niche sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to explain their sense of humor, really. Uh, like they they have tweets where they're like they're like here's an here's an acrostic for moon pie and then they'll just put m marshmallow and then like o o n p i and then e is just linda come back to me please <laughs> it's the funniest thing they had one where like uh where it was moon day and like the NASA moon account said uh, 30 years ago or like however many years ago today, Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon. Where were you? And then Buzz Aldrin replied to it and said, I was on the moon. And then moon pie replied to it and <laughs> replied to Buzz Aldrin and said, dude, no way. Me too. We must've just missed each other. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I love them so much. Oh man. So yeah, the the Moon Pie Twitter account is the. Can one I there, can right? I throw one more so, in real quick? Uh, this this seems yeah, like a trend. Do. Maybe Cody, you might know because you are either one of you might know more because you are uh, more of a Twitter uh, people. But um, it seems like accounts of a person, but putting them in like a in a war like age. So like throwing <laughs> yeah, them yeah. back. I know exactly I what you're talking about right now. Trend. <laughs> And uh, I recently came across uh, Captain Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's a football player for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, and so good. Which he, he, he does like look like a civil general, war general naturally. Um, but this one, I'm going to read it, the first sentence. Dearest mother, I have received your care package of prickled, pickled prairie dogs and possum cakes. The unit has reached home camp. We prepare for the soldiers out of Houston, and uh, we are ready for battle or something. <laughs> and and it's signed, Andrew. Fantastic. And I think Cody, you might have showed me one in the past, but like it's things like that on yes. Twitter that you can you can run across it's, and they're hilarious. Like they're awesome. It was 
I don't know if it was a specific account or just a tweet, but it was someone that was like, it was like a millennial in the civil war. Yes. And oh, yeah. it was like, uh, it was like corporal Kaylee and they spelled it like K A Y L E I G H <laughs> gave us a stirring speech that reminded all of us weary hearted soldiers that it really do be like that sometimes. <laughs> oh man. It's awesome. It's so good. Awesome. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so guys, we yeah, so we have we have gone long, but you know what? We're gonna go even longer <laughs> because I'll be danged if we leave out our favorite part of every episode, which is what are we enjoying this week? So, Tanner, you're taking the lead on this one. Uh, why don't you just go ahead and kick us off with? Uh, well, first let's kind of talk about you know what have we enjoyed that we've recommended from previous weeks. Yeah, Cody, you were mentioning. Uh, a few things you've been trying, so you want to update us? Yeah, so the the main one uh, from previous weeks is I did do the Nike Fitness app uh, because uh, I eat Popeyes like three times a week and always feel like a trash human. <laughs> so I decided, what if I took care of myself a little better? Good. Um, and the Nike the Nike Fitness app, it does have a lot of options for like workout plans. So now, and, and the cool thing, Tanner, I don't know if you know this or not, it ties into the Nike Run app. So when I go for a run, which is my usual workout of choice, the Run app actually tells the fitness app that I went for a run and puts it on my, your physical activity you did this week. Or okay, sweet. So it's pretty cool. So that's the thing that I did. Nice. What about you, Blake? I actually did something this week, guys. Yay. Um. Yes. Now, well, someday, eventually, I'm going to go back to all of the episodes and do every single one of the things, probably except get that one candle that you told me to get, Cody, first week. Um, I might get that eventually. Um, But no, this week, I listened to the podcast, um, specifically The Nose of Weddings, um, both episodes. um, and They were fantastic. I loved every single moment of uh, the podcast. Funny, relatable, um, honest. And uh, definitely informative, um, especially as I am preparing to have a wedding. So, um, luckily, there were not any major things that they said I cannot do or I shouldn't do. So, um, so we're in the clear there. But uh, it was it was awesome, um, and I, I do look forward to listening to more episodes because they have a lot of really good like uh, titles. Like I was just scrolling through all their episodes, and I was like, dang, that one actually seems like I need to listen to that one, or that one's going to be like hilarious. So oh, there's. Um, they're so funny. All the nose of episodes are just amazing. Yeah, I enjoyed it very much. So, I also listened to I'm the podcast so happy about over that. the last two weeks. I listened to, I know, two live shows. Um, and then at the two recent oh, ones, one was sports-related, I believe. Another one was uh, on atonement mm-hmm. in pop culture. Hilarious, like Blake just said, uh, informative, sometimes triggering because their opinions are um near and dear to them they're, they're <laughs> yeah they're very solid their opinions are very out there like they're not ashamed they're about their with opinions. Yeah. <laughs> i like that I, I admire that so. oh yeah. yeah so guys what are we recommending this week who wants to start i'll start off real quick all right um, cody go ahead i am <laughs> recommending um wow i'm, I'm running the ship go ahead go ahead go ahead no i'm kidding no, Blake. 
Blake, Blake, go ahead. I, I'm I, I, no, I'm I object. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, real quick. I'll start uh, with a CD. I feel like I've recommended more music than I should. I, I do listen to a lot of music. Anyways, I'm recommending uh, the latest album by Elevation Worship. It's uh, called Hallelujah Here Below. Uh, and almost more for the graphics than the actual worship. Um, <laughs> and that may sound like sacrilegious. I don't know. Um, I just loved the design of the CD cover. Um, I love that. So every song on the album has like a, uh, like a, I don't know, a logo almost. Um, and I just thought that was so cool. Like their whole process behind design, how it kind of reflects what the song talks about. Um, they, they're also, they also created like a book. Um, it's like, the songwriting process of how they uh, wrote each song. And I'm very excited to have like to get a copy of that. Um, but it's hallelujah here below. They have a lot of great songs. Um, but like I said, I would go just go look at some of the artwork behind um, and the motivation behind why they did some of the artwork. Fantastic. Check it out. Elevation worship. Hallelujah here below. It is nice. a cool album cover. And if I do remember correctly, that, title is from the second line of the doxology praise him all creatures here below um mm, yes. so look at that non-denial church reaching across yeah yeah get some liturgy up in there son <laughs> lit wow yeah cody what you be signing off? No. okay so uh the thing that i've been enjoying um so it is it's a it's a book but okay i'll just say it I recently got an Audible subscription. Let's go. Yes, it's fantastic because, um, I don't know, because like I like podcasts, but um, I've got a lot of five-hour drives ahead of me um, in the near future. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't wasn't going to say why. I wasn't going to say why. We're not saying why. We're just reacting to why. Yeah, yeah. We're not saying why. We're not saying why. Uh, It's to Uh, visit me. But uh, (laughs) I got an Audible subscription so that I could listen to audiobooks uh, while I was driving, right? Um, So actually, one of them that I've been listening to, I'm listening to for the the person that I'm driving five hours for. Um, Mm -hmm. And I started listening to The Hobbit on audiobook. Okay. Which is really good uh, because this guy who is like, who's, he, he does like characterizations for all the characters and voices and it's all really good. But that's not actually the, the book I'm recommending on Audible. Um, if, you, if you have an Audible subscription and you want to buy this one, I really recommend it because it's only like 45 minutes on Audible. It's very short. If you don't have Audible and you still want to read it, it's just like five bucks and it's a, a really small little paperback book. But it's a short book that Tim Keller wrote called The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness. Um, and it's it's about how um, it's about how our culture is really obsessed with self-esteem. Um, you know, like kind of one of the defining statements of the book is we used to think that all of humanity's problems were because of uh, having too too high a view of ourselves, too much ego. Uh, now we think that 
most of our problems are due to too low of a view of ourselves and we need to have more self-esteem. But this whole book is about the idea that our, our problem isn't that we're building ourselves up too much or that we're bringing ourselves too low. Our problem is that we're just thinking about ourselves at all. Um, like C.S. Lewis has a quote that's basically something along the lines of uh, a true humility is not thinking low of yourself. True humility is thinking less of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is kind of the the message of this book is to take our eyes off of ourselves and put them on Christ. Uh, there's a quote from it, and this isn't a direct quote, but it's kind of my paraphrase that I wrote in my journal. It says, um, you like, you will find that if you have a conversation with a truly humble person, uh, they won't have many of the markers that we like to think of a truly humble person having, as in they speak lowly of themselves. But you will find that if you speak to a truly humble person, you are no, you will know that they're truly humble because you will walk away from that conversation feeling as if they are most interested in you yeah. um, and what you have to say. And they barely speak of themselves at all. And that was really, that was as a, as a seven, uh, that was really convicting and really good for me. It's a very short read. It's a 45 minute listen on audible. Um, I recommend that the freedom of self forgetfulness by Tim Keller. Beautiful. There you go. Beautiful. And I'm recommending, I guess a little more of a concept. Um, that being find an old movie that you liked as a child or just an old movie in general that you've always wondered about and thought, Hmm, a lot of people like this and watch it for me. Blake's going to probably leave on this, but it is Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. Blake, you okay? Uh, Blake, do you have negative opinions on that movie? It, it just, it, it creeped me out when I was a child. Um, <laughs> like, I, I just, I have bad memories of like a little girl chewing bubble gum and like her blowing up or something, whatever that was. And yeah, yeah. Um, like just like a little short orange people and i thought they were green because i was colorblind you know like all these all these different things that just wrecked my childhood um i guess colorblindness would maybe ruin that movie a little bit i don't know i just thought it was creepy and so the first time i watched it i was like uh this is just a weird movie and so i didn't watch the the remake um but i know tanner you said that three you you recommend the original right yeah yeah so um because i'm not gonna we can save this conversation for a, a later unashamed opinions episode but uh, yeah. the original one uh, the main character well Willy Wonka uh, played by the amazing Gene Wilder doesn't show up until halfway through the movie which is pretty outstanding for you know your main character and then it ends with the focus on Charlie whereas the remake is all about Willy Wonka's background when the focus should be on Charlie mm-hmm. nonetheless uh, like I said as a child, I really liked it. Um, I've estimated that I've seen the movie around 80 times now. So probably creepy, I guess. But <laughs> nonetheless, it does uh, bring me some joy to watch it and um, a little bit of, of course, nostalgia. Uh, but I always find something new and unique in it. So for our listeners and for you two, I challenge you to 
do the same with like, maybe it's Bambi for you, Blake, since you mentioned it, whatever that movie is about. Bambi. Um, <laughs> to watch a movie f- that maybe you haven't seen in a while or that you really enjoy uh, just for the joy of it. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's really helpful. Tanner, I actually did that last weekend okay. uh, with the uh, aforementioned individual. Um, we watched Mask of Zorro. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Delaney had never seen it before. Have you guys seen Mask of Zorro? Right, is there two? Is there like an old black and white one and then the one with... Uh, yeah, there's like an old black and white one and then there's the one with Antonio Banderas. Right. I love the one with Antonio Banderas. I don't think I've seen it. It's so good. And that movie, that movie is what made me dress as Zorro for Halloween like f- four years in a row. Nice. <laughs> so, that is awesome. I, I, I firmly approve of that idea Tanner. that is awesome thank you um yeah so that's the recommendations i'm gonna throw a little quick curveball it's gonna be quick do you guys have any random shout outs you'd like to give um julia hints has been a friend of the show she has uh re-instagram storied our podcast before um and pretty much every time we drop an episode shoots me an instagram dm and says love it so uh Thank you, Julia, yeah, for thank being you, a friend Julia, of the show. Friend of this pod. Blake? I'll give a shout out to uh, my friend Josh Traxler. Uh, I was talking to him this weekend. He's like, hey, man, I love the podcast. I was like, I, I didn't know he listened. He's like, yeah, man, like I'm, I'm an episode behind, but like it's it's been really good. Super affirming, super encouraging. So, Josh, appreciate you, man. Thanks for oh, listening. You know what? I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Nathan Turkwe, my pastor oh, yeah. at South Baton Rouge Prez came up to me uh, like a week and a half ago and said, hey, on my drive up to Memphis, I binge listened to the podcast, which is like mm. like five hours worth of content because we keep going <laughs> long. And I was like, Nathan, I am honored. And now every week when I when I go to church, he's like, man, I'm excited for the next episode to drop. Like, this is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So, wow. well, there you go. Shout out to Nathan. You're the best. Heck yeah. And you said Josh, is that right? Did you say Blake? Shout out to Josh. Josh. Mine is um, my dear friend, Andrew Mahan, the now youth pastor at First Baptist Tupelo. Um, And he announced this week that he's leaving. So kind of tear-filled eyes right now. Oh, gosh. Um, But no, Andrew has been very supportive, uh, friend of the pod, really loves it, loves everything about it, Um, and is, like I said, so supportive in what we're doing. So, Andrew, thank you for all you've done yeah that's it for the main part of the podcast well hey maybe people are still listening so guys this is our longest episode it is good gosh so people the the people that are still with us on this episode are the real i know thank you guys y'all are the y'all the real ones we love you (laughs) we love you i die for mine (laughs) (laughs) but hey uh tanner tell them how uh they can get in contact with us you can send your fan mail to our P.O. box. No, that's we don't have that set up yet. Um, no, you can, first off, follow us on Twitter. Tweet us after you follow us. We might follow you back. Maybe not, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on Twitter um, at Future Family Pod, at Future Family Pod. Um, email us your suggestions, your thoughts, your opinions, um, anything mean. Just put it in the subject that it's going to be mean to, so we can prepare our hearts. Email us at futurefamilypodcast at gmail.com. Also, 
Thank Oops, sorry, Blake. Again, also, whenever whatever app you're listening to us on right now, leave us a review, or just click five stars for us. That'll do the best. It'll help us out so that we can be found by other people, some random people that yeah. might be listening. If you are a random person that do not know that does not know us um, as a friend or as a close person, thank you. You are really awesome for listening to a hundred and a hundred an hour and twenty minutes of podcast so yeah leave us a review hit five stars yeah well hey uh cody tell them what they're going to be listening to next time all right everyone this is the big one this is the one that every week before we ask what do we want to talk about next time we always look at it and we say ah we'll do it next week it's going to be too much work but not this time not this time this time we looked at it and we said it's going to be too much work, but we're going to do it. <laughs> Next time, we are talking about the Holy Spy Right. We are talking about the third person of the Trinity, that controversial thing symbolized as a dove that me as a former Baptist, I just don't know what to do with it. What? what I don't know what to do with my hands. Um <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that's what we're talking about next week the holy spirit oh, the holy, thank you cody it's the holy spirit <laughs> i tried to yeah, dramatize and, uh, that as much as i could that was perfect and it'll be dropping uh october 19th so that'll be our release date for that but yeah um hey we've come to the end of this episode uh, finally but uh i think you enjoyed it um because you're still here and you're still listening but as always thanks for tuning in um yeah, and for Cody, for Tanner, again, my name is Blake, and we are your future family.